Thank you for watching the video from One Church of High Point. We hope that today's message encourages you to connect to God, to others, and to your purpose. If you're looking for more information about One Church or for more resources, visit onechurchnc.net. Thank you, worship team. I'm going to ask Ms. Nale to come on up front. She is going to translate our service today. And so we have um, our sister ministry that's here today with us. I'm, pa- I'm, I'm excited for Pastor Sitlin's not only his leadership, but his faithfulness to the ministry, to the gospel. For those who may not know, my name is Pastor Ryan. And to my left and to her uh, to herself, this is <laughs> So we're excited to be with you today. As we embark a new sermon series this month. It's the mission of one church. The mission is that that we seek one, we serve one, and we send one. So we seek, serve, and send as one. And so this will be our focus series for the entire month. And next month, get ready. We will begin a series about worship. Because worship looks in different forms and it's, it's displayed in different fashions. So get ready as we embark our worship series next month. So if you have your Bibles, I ask that you turn to John chapter 17. We'll be lifting up verses 20 through 26. We'll give you a second to get there. John 17, chapter, chapter 17, verse 20 through 26. Verse 20 says, My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe uh, that you sent me. 
I have given them the glory that you have gave me. That they may be one. As we are one. I in them. And you in me. So that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you love me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know, I know you, and they know you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Today's message is called unity. That is the core who we are called to be. That God has called us to be united. As brothers and sisters in Christ through faith. It is at our core is who we are, our mission, our, our vision of the church, of one church, and big, the big church should change the world. God has called us to live as one. But today, the world that we live in is divided. We live in the United States of America. But I bet to say that we are the divided states of America. We're divided racially. We're divided politically. We're divided economically. We're divided socially. We even divided genderly. Even as Christians, we're divided by our denominations. Baptist, Pentecostal, what she said, <laughs> Methodist, Pentecostal, Kojic, Presbyterian, all the different churches. Our divided walls has created conflict after conflict and everyone is looking for an answer. 
Christ calls us to unity. Christ calls us to live as one. Specifically, he calls the church to be united, to live as one, to be one, and to work as one. How can we expect the world to be united if the church is divided? Life lessons will always present opposition. We see opposition against our families. Daughter against mother. Son against father. Church against church. And I have a burden. I have a desire to see the church to walk out its unity together as we hear today. Come on, church, let's give a round of applause. <laughs> Pastor Albert Tate says this. Reconciliation is the application, but love is the revelation. Let me say that again. Reconciliation is the application, but love is the revelation. So if you get the application without, the, without sitting in the revelation, you will experience frustration. Y'all like that? Let me say it again. If you get the application without sitting in the, the revelation of love, you will experience frustration. Because how we love matters. The enemy's greatest tactic is division. Our differences will always exist. But our division does not have to. Here's my first point. I will surrender my preference to mobilize the gospel. So in other words, I will lay down my desires my differences, my wants, 
Even my likes. To mobilize. The gospel. Because the gospel. Is too urgent. The gospel. Is too important. Than my preferences. We are more concerned with. Our comfort. Then our convictions. Let me say that one more time. We are more concerned about our comfort than our convictions. The conviction that God gives us in his words. The convictions that, that God gives us in revelation. The convictions that the Holy Spirit gives us. Because the greater the resistance. The greater the reach. Or the greater the opposition. The greater the call. Sometimes the hardest things and the right things are the same thing. So living in unity living in oneness is difficult. So we have to be the church. God desires that his church lives out unity and oneness despite our differences. And we see this all throughout scripture. And we see specifically in John chapter 17. In verse 11, John writes, so that they may be one as we are one. In verse 21, he says, that all of them may be one. In verse 22, that they may be one as we are one. And again in verse 23, so that they may be brought together in complete unity. John 17, is the longest prayer recorded of Jesus. And not only the longest prayer that he recorded, this is the last prayer that he prayed before entering the Garden of Gethsemane. So let me just begin to frame what God is doing, what, God, what Jesus is doing right here. Jesus is about to get arrested. And the last prayer that he prays, 
It's not only that his disciples. Not only that the, 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 the church. But everyone. All of us. Live united. The day before he was arrested. He gathers his disciples. And gives him. His final words of encouragement. So. If you knew that you were going to get ready to die. What would be your last words of encouragement? Jesus says that we have to be united. And not divided. In such a way. That the world. May believe. What would keep you from seeing Christ before seeing oneness? Seeing a oneness in Christ. What would keep you from seeing God? Better yet, what would separate you from God? Maybe I'm expecting that unity that oneness to look like is always look before see Jesus didn't pray for more miracles Jesus didn't pray that we will raise more of the dead. He didn't pray that we'll be prosperous. He prayed that we will be agents of change. Because if God is not in the equation, then our unity is in trouble. Jesus kneeled down and prayed that we will become one. That we will unite our differences. That we will sacrifice our will to accomplish his will. So that way we can be an immovable force and turn this world upside down. We should not be divided by our differences but rather we should be developed by our differences so what do you mean Pastor Ryan I mean we should learn from one another that we should grow from one another that our differences is an opportunity to do life together. 
to sit at the same table. And eat. Break bread. Share stories. And at times cry together. Our differences of our disunity is, is sometimes shaped by our experiences or even the lenses our lens of life. And to give an illustration, I would like to use, come up front, Lindy. Give that. It's because I'm a pastor and one of my aviators own. I want to illustrate our lenses of our life. Our lenses is grown or developed from our past, our past experiences, our environments, even the people that we're connected with. And so I'm going to ask Ms. Lindy here, what color is that paper? It is not pink. It is brown. It's brown all day long. It's brown like I'm brown. That does not match your skin, sir. It, it is brown. You can't tell me that that paper is not brown. Let me let you stand in the light real quick. I know this because I picked the paper out and I know it's brown. You said what? You said your I need to take my glasses off. I need to check my lenses. Our differences at times. She's holding the truth. And the truth that I was looking at was shaded by the lenses. That I was looking through. So when we see disunity, when we see conflict, what lenses are you looking at? 
And because we live in a divided America, I could have made it easily a black and white issue. But it was not a black and white issue. It was my lens issue. So what we have to do is begin to look at what God has told us to look at, which is his word, and get direction for where he wants us to go. Because what he's called us to do is to walk out united together even holding the same truth. Holding the same truth. We have to stop looking through life with the wrong lens and start walking in life with the correct lens even when she experienced opposition she was holding on to the truth of what was true and I was walking in ignorance she told me in love she said, brother, remove your lens. Remove that opposition. Remove what God, God has... Mm, hold on. Mm. Sometimes we need cataract surgery. Which is the hardenings of your eye pupil. Sometimes God has to do surgery on our hearts to correct so you can see the truth. Thank you, girl. The disunity that we experience is not what God wants us to experience. God has called us to build bridges and not borders. God has called us to build bridges and not borders. But that come at a cost. Something that we have to give up. Something we have to embrace. And that's why today we are embracing different cultures 
while embracing the same platform the same gospel the same God the same Savior the same blood the blood that covers the blood that restores the blood that builds Ephesians 4 says this Ephesians 4 chapter chapter 4 verses 1 through 6 says this as a prisoner for the Lord I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received. Be completely humble and gentle, patient, bearing with one another, and make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace because there's one body there's one spirit just as we are called with one hope there's one Lord one faith one baptism one God one Father who's over all and who's in all so building bridges meaning we have to start tearing down walls walls that separate us walls that divide us Walls that set the oppressed. Tearing down walls. Of past hurt. Past shame. Past guilt. Past traditions. Even past hurts when you were a child. Because I believe this. The walls that you are building is hindering the bridges that God has asked you to build. Let me say that one more time. The walls the walls that you are building the division that we have is hindering the bridges that God is asking you and I to build so as we live out this unity as one church it's going to be difficult it may not be easy you have to be ready to live in that tension 
dia tahu apa ke pekomu of discomfort dia tahu tala dia tahu atelor dia tahu apa apa ke pekomu because the apostle paul writes tala sopolu tewada in first corinthians la corinthia chapter 1 verse 10 he says this the sitewada now I urge you brothers and sisters love dop with it pa in the name of our lord jesus christ let say shukriya bu that all of you Agree. In what you say. That there be no division among you. And that you are united. With the same understanding. And the same conviction. With the same understanding. And the same conviction. With the same understanding and the same conviction. With the same understanding and the same conviction. With the same understanding and the same conviction. The church needs to be united with one message. The church needs to be united with one mission. Our church need to be united with one conviction. And that's the conviction. That's the mission. And that's the message of Jesus Christ. Come on, church. Come on, church. And so today, as we begin to walk out this unity even in the discomfort of tension which means you may not get what you want may not get what you want every Sunday but God has called us to lay down our preferences to mobilize the gospel are you willing to do that today are you willing to do that tomorrow are you willing to walk that out until Jesus calls you home as for me and my house we will serve because there's power in unity unity of mind unity of heart unity to see the lost saved. and so today as we break bread as family I encourage you to sit with someone that does not look like you and that does not speak like you or does not even resemble who you are. Even if there's a language barrier, sit 
at the feet of your brothers and your sisters in the faith because together is better as our worship team make their way up front we're going to close our message with a song called Amazing Grace the same grace where Jesus laid down his life for me he's laid it down for, for you I'm going to close with Psalms 133 behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. So church, that's my prayer for us today. That we will be united not only through the blood of Christ but through the mission the message and the conviction of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let us stand. Thank you for watching today's video. If you made a commitment of any kind or you made a first time decision to accept Christ, we want to hear from you. Email us at info at onechurchnc.net. If today's message encouraged you, we want to encourage you to give so that we can continue to share the hope of Jesus. You can do that by visiting onechurchnc.net slash give.